Holy shit, there you are. Can you hear Yay. me? Yay, okay. You can hear me? I can hear you. That's fucking fantastic. I'm going to change my notes for my start edit to 10 minutes because I've just had this going while I sat here and danced to cereal bars. Hi, good morning. Hello, good morning. <laughs> I'm so sorry I had to, to uh, uh, delay. I don't think I've ever done that before to us, though. I don't think you have. It's I recorded once life. while my shower was leaking all over the place. And then I went to the hardware store, and that's my level of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you? Did you get a haircut? I am well. Huh? Yeah, I did. I, like, chopped oh, it all off. Yeah, it looks good. Well done. I love it. Um, I did it in Hawaii. Um, I'm just trying to share the article that I picked to my. Oh yes, yeah, you're gonna, you're you're fully in the driver's seat. I I want to talk about one thing, but it's totally that's all you. I want story time from Lily today. So. Ah. Um. I think I picked something. Something pretty okay. <laughs> right. Well, you don't have to send me a link. Let's uh, let's just have some fun. Oh, uh, I know. I just want it on the big monitor screen so I can see it. I don't care. Oh, with your fancy setup. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I had to go to the hardware store. Like we're we're um, James from the Tesla episode. You know James. Yeah. Um, is coming up to help us start doing the rough in. Oh my wiring. god. And. Uh, we're like we're looking at all our stuff and we didn't have any fucking staples she's like well oh, we're gonna God. have to like run this along this beam up here and i'm going where are the staples <laughs> <laughs> you're like how are we going to do that with no staples yeah so i i oh. like drove as fast as i could out to fairly to um, yeah which is lovely if you've never been to lake fairly i have uh, not I it's beautiful there's a beach there called treasure island but it has like all of the um like the classic camps from like you know like you just picture like all the kids in the matching outfits like going to play oh some God. game somewhere yeah. it's those all around the lake it's and and when you go in the summer it is it's all these like uniformed children yeah. oh God. prepped for i don't know unknown yeah um so as you were as you were telling that uh, wonderful story about it was the best uh, story, James, James being on the episode, um, I was trying to search the article and I wrote, "How did a Polish episode?" <laughs> I was like, "That's not what I meant to write." How did a Polish episode? How did a Polish episode? We'll find out. Okay, that is that is the theme of today's uh episode is right. how did a polish factor factory <laughs> worker convince the world she was anastasia Roman romanoff oh you're one of your favorite families mm -hmm. okay all right i'm intrigued so i i guess we should say good morning to other people or do we not care about the people oh good morning other people yeah good morning partial credit where where uh it's the education podcast with a twist what's the twist we record it whenever the fuck we want. Yeah. <laughs> There's no theme song. Creepy baby doll in the background. Still with the creepy baby doll. Still with the baby doll. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you have some of Mama's cinnamon applesauce and now you're feeling kind of not good? Yeah. That's why we don't lick other people's bowls. 
she's not talking to me. Anybody who's wondering <laughs> in this audio only Sorry. I just looked over. I just looked uh, over at Chester and he just looks miserable. Did you read the article that I sent you earlier this week about that poor woman in New Hampshire? No. So I'll, oh I can, I can summarize it for you. Yeah. Uh, uh, this headline, so I like this. I ended up finding it a, a different version of it. And I got this one from the Miami Herald because I think it's funny that Florida is writing about New Hampshire for how fucked up this whole situation is. It's such a Florida man. Yeah. Uh, so this guy um, met a woman on OnlyFans uh -huh. she was moving and like he offered to buy her a tv and something else so she gave him her address yeah. and uh girl that's started... why you get a PO box <laughs> i'm like that's that's like instant mistake right there so okay, this anyways, guy was arrested on february 9th after the woman called police to report someone had broken in um Authorities found him on the roof, and he was charged with four counts of burglary. Um, so this guy drove 350 miles from Pennsylvania to Summersworth, New Hampshire, and he was he was staying in her attic, unbeknownst to her. What had one of those um, those tile Bluetooth trackers on her was tracking where she was going, was filming her in her sleep. When the cops went upstairs, they like found a bunch of his personal belongings, like cups of urine, and he was just like up there, and she like woke up and he was like just standing in her doorway, like he was just standing there watching her sleep. Oh it's God. terrifying. So yes, don't oh give people your address. No, like yeah, that's <laughs> cool. He wants to buy you a TV and stuff, but like, PO box girl. Mm-hmm. You can get one yeah. for like a month at a time if you don't want to pay the full year. You know, like it's as a person who has to have a P.O. box because apparently our address is like it's not known to postal workers or or delivery places. So so anytime we put our actual physical address in, nothing will show up because they're like, we don't exist. There's two sentences in this, and and I know sometimes I send you things to upset yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> and I'm a little disappointed that you didn't read this. So I, did, but at the same time, like you get oh, to have a real time. I cut. This is just a couple of quotes. First okay. of all, he was released with pretty strict bail conditions, so he was released. Okay, that's not cool. Yeah. But this is, he was released after, in the police report, he told the officers the woman wanted a man to be obsessed with her and stalk her. She wanted it. I'm, I'm sorry. No, <laughs> sir. Just I, and absolutely. I'm not laughing because it's funny. No. <laughs> like, what? What? Oh my God, they should have committed him. Like then and there, they should have been like, I'm sorry, sir. We're going to have to transport you to another facility and you committed him. Mandatory 72 hours uh, and evaluation. Guys, guys, bananas. Oh my gosh. So uh, what was, oh. did I just see one of your, did I just see an eyeball in the ceiling behind you? Probably. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh no, uh, it's just a creepy doll. No, it's just the creepy doll in the corner. Um, <laughs> now I go up into my attic. Also, two thoughts. One, this man is very brave to be in an attic mm-hmm. in New England in the winter time. Yeah. That's cold as hell. Like my attic is not insulated. Like it is cold up there. So I'm assuming yeah. Earth was Summersworth is or or he was just really good at like bundling up. That's- I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, there's lots of comings and goings at my house today. Second thought is this reminds me of the story about the woman who kept her lover in the attic for like years and years and years and years. Otto, Otto, I think his name was, I can't remember her name, but that's what that reminds me of. Yep. (laughs) And like she knew and he knew, but like her husband didn't know or something like that, right? Yeah. Because like he was There's actually a few of these over time. Like this is a pretty classic, um, like true crime. Yeah, it is. Podcast episode thing, you know. Yeah. Um, speaking of episodes, are we following up on our uh, discussion of Pam and Tommy, or did you just not go? I just haven't. I just. You went on vacation. I went on vacation <laughs> and then jumped immediately back into work. So let me tell you, Pam and Tommy make a sex tape. Seth Rogen steals it, sells it with Nick Offerman. Yeah. And then the internet breaks and then it gets really depressing and we stopped watching it. Okay. Because it's just, it is, it is like, it is the first like big celebrity thing like that on the internet. So in a way it's kind of fascinating, but then again, it's also just like people's lives are ruined because people are terrible and now it's on TV. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we're not going to talk about Pam and Tommy because it's sad and depressing. It is sad and depressing. And we're <laughs> not sad and depressing, are we? Oh, no, now let's we're... go talk about some people who got executed. Yes. Oh, is it? It's, tell me a story, Lily. I'm going to tell you, you, you tell a me story. a story, Lily. I'm going to tell you a story. Tell me a story, Lily. <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually. Hey, Lily. Yeah. Will you tell me a story? Yeah. Um, tell me a story. It's about Russian. The about Russians? Ooh, about Russians? It. Are Russians. we allowed to talk about Russians? You know, fuck them. Um, <laughs> I probably should pick a different story right now. Yeah, whatever. Um, gosh, they've had such a saucy past. <laughs> um, <laughs> long winters, you kind of go a little cuckoo. Oh, yeah, you do. Oh, my gosh. It's supposed to be 60 degrees on Monday. Sunday. Tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday, the past yeah. from when people are listening to us ramble about it. Yeah. Hey, Lily, yeah. will you tell me a story? Yeah. On July 17th, <laughs> 1918, the Romanoff family was murdered in the basement of, insert really hard name here. <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Ettenberg. It's their home. Ending. The 300 year years of imperial rule in Russia. In the years following the execution, Europe newspapers started reporting that the Grand Duchess Anastasia Romanov somehow escaped the same fate as her family and had escaped the base- basement. 
many so women. the smallest weakest like, member no. of an inbred family she wasn't she was i think she was the second. i thought she was like the youngest daughter or something she might have hold on because i know they right? have the youngest boy okay but let's um, uh, i just okay that aside a, a pampered inbred uh yeah, escapes is, is surviving no yeah. she no. took a bullet and got a case of the vapors uh yeah i don't i don't think she <laughs> survived um this is so honestly i i don't think she survived what fascinated me was how hopeful people were that one of them did survive oh yeah she's royalty oh so, it says many women claimed to be Anastasia throughout the years, but only one woman was taken seriously for over 60 years. Anna, Anna 60 years. This started, Anna, what was the year you gave a little while ago there? What was it like? 1918. 1918. 1918. Yes. So until 1978. Years. Up until her death. 45 years ago. <laughs> that's awesome all right keep going right? that's all i was like wait a second this cannot be anna anderson who had 43 years ago ah, i just did math she was the lost grand duchess of she was the lost grand duchess anastasia romanoff so in february 1920 a young woman was pulled out of the canal in berlin uh, this woman had no identification on her, her coat, her dresses, her pockets were empty. Um, there are no labels on her clothes, which I was just, when I read that, I was like, oh yeah, they probably used to label clothing with your name on it. But this was, this was like well, a in case you fell into the river like, for sure. Yeah, she would have been probably like 16 at this point. Um, this woman got nicknamed Madame Unknown by German authorities. Uh, That's at, a lot classier than Jane Doe. I, right? Madame, Madame Unknown. Like, Jane Doe is, is like, you're no, like. Madame, Madame Unknown is order. a fucking superhero. Yes. <laughs> she lurks in the shadows of Berlin. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so she was brought to the Daldorf asylum in Germany. For her first six months in the asylum, Madame Unknown refused to talk at all, which is such a power move. I don't know yeah. if she couldn't talk, but like she refused to talk. Many people at the Daldorf Asylum noted that this particular woman had a strange, strange scars all over her body. And when she eventually did begin to talk, she had a Russian accent. Madam, what, like, what, what? Wait yes. a minute. Okay. So now she, how long did she not talk? Six months. Six months. Huh. Do you think she was hiding being Russian? Because probably, she's, probably. I just, I'm just. I'm, it I'm was thinking. 1920. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. Okay. Madame Unknown. Yeah. Starts talking. Madame Unknown befriended another patient named 
Clara, who admitted to being, uh, who was admitted to the asylum in 1921. Clara would often say to Madame Unknown, your face looks familiar to me. Do you come from ordinary circles? Madame Unknown would respond by putting her fingers on her lips to signal that Clara should keep her thoughts quiet. <laughs> it just sounds like Madame Unknown like did not like her friend Clara. She was like, Shh, shut up. Shut up. You know, and I picture like my visual of the two of them is uh, Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis and 12 Monkeys in the asylum. <laughs> like, you know, Clara's all like, oh, it's the, it's the, yeah, they're coming to get you. You look familiar. And then Bruce right? Willis is like, shut up, Brad Pitt. Your, your, your eye is pointing left. Yeah. <laughs> For her release, Clara began telling others that Madame Unknown was the Grand Duchess Tatiana. So for your information, Tatiana was one of the, the siblings of Anastasia. So there was Tatiana, Marie, Anastasia, Ugla, Ugla, unfortunately. Isn't that a shoe? Uh, O-L-G-A, Ugla? Oh, Olga. 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 <laughs> I can't say it! I can't <laughs> say it! Uh, Ugla. This is the one that... This is a common Olga. name, and I can't say it. Nope, I'm not Olga. even going to try. And Olga, um, <laughs> Olga, Olga Borscht Pants is her full oh. name. Olga yeah. Borscht Pants. Probably. <laughs> uh, okay, there we were. Tatiana was the second daughter of the Tsar Nicholas II and the uh, Tsarina Alexandra. Clara left the asylum in January 1922 and started trying to convince people that Madame Unknown was Tatiana Romanoff. So, so Clara's out. So Clara is like proselytizing, and, yeah. and and she is is basically saying this this Madame Unknown is a Romanoff one of the Romanoffs. She said Tatiana. However, Clara sought out high-ranking Russian officials and convinced them to come meet Madame Unknown. In 1922, Europe was filled with sympathetic uh, czarists who had fled czarists. Yeah, they're like uh, like deadheads, but for czars. Yeah, but for czars. Czarheads. Um, who <laughs> had flood Russia after the Bolshevik Revolution? There you go. There's my my little bit of Russian for you. Olga. Uh, I can't say it, and I'm not gonna try and say it. Clara. Olga borscht pants. Clara <laughs> had many former Romanov friends and service visiting servants visiting Madame Unknown at the asylum, who were convinced on sight alone that this woman was the Grand Duchess Tatiana. Okay, so first of all, how does one going go from the Grand Duchess Tatiana to the Grand Duchess Anastasia over 60 years and no one questions it? No internet. No one was like, Clara is the internet. 
and Clara is not checking her sources. Yeah. Clara, Clara, Clarice, what was her? Clara. Clara. Clara All right. Yeah. Which, She's, yeah. Claire, it's, it's, everybody's going to www.clara.com for their, for their news. Yeah. She was Big like. headline, Madame Unknown. Yeah. She was <laughs> written by very gossipy. Um, old Romanoff uh, connections were brought to the asylum, would show Madame Unknown pictures of the Romanoff family. However, she would never acknowledge recognizing the people in the photos after her visitors were gone. One of the first vid visitors of the asylum was Captain Nicholas von Schnecklberg. I wish I wish you would say that again, but slower. <laughs> uh, I can't. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> uh, a former personal guard to Anastasia's grandmother. Uh, the Dowager em Empress, Captain Von, oh gosh, Schroeder, Sh slow it down, for whatever. Lily. Uh, <laughs> really, just step on every umlaut for me. <laughs> showed Madame Unknown a photo of the family, although he noted that Madame Unknown went red. She refused to speak. Only later that evening did she tell her nurse that the gentleman has a photo of my grandmother. Uh, can I, can I just, I'm going to yes. scientifically question this method of connecting the, yes. her to, to, so hold, this oh, is going to be wait. visual for me and you for a second, but okay. I need to know, I'm holding up this picture of Iron Man. Do you know Iron Man? <laughs> oh, she's turning red. She knows Iron Man. <laughs> right? Like, Science. Like, it gets better. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding you. It gets better. Okay. The first objection to Madame Unknown being Tatiana came from the uh, Sophia something. B I think you really S made a good choice going into Eastern yeah. Europe. I think. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sophia. Sophie. Sophie said, "Hey." She's not, she's not Tatiana um, because she was the lady in waiting for the Tsarina Alexandra. So Sophie declared that the woman that she was visiting was too short to be Tatiana. Obviously. People don't grow. That's not a thing. <laughs> Especially you teenagers. Taller, you stop at age like 12. Done. Well, most people no. that are dipped into a frozen river in Germany do stop growing. Oh, okay. I gotcha. So after dead. Sophie's they're dead. Do you, do you get it? Because they're dead. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, um, I had a bowl of edibles this morning. Um, uh, after, <laughs> after Sophie's declaration, Madame Unknown said, I never said I was Tatiana. Because it's true. She never she never mm -hmm. declared that she was Tatiana. She, you know, she quiet. never really made a declaration of like who she was. Mm-hmm. She certainly didn't write it inside of her clothes. No, I know. It's so rude. So after she declared that she wasn't Tatiana, Madame Unknown's supporters knew that they had to get to the bottom of her identity. 
this is this is a very dedicated group one day captain von shipper whatever his name is returned to the asylum, yeah and presented madam unknown with a list of romanoff's daughter's names mm. okay. captain von s recognized that if she couldn't tell him who she was perhaps she could tell him who she wasn't really good Ooh, science going on i mean that here. guy's like that's he's like a detective Poirot there that's he's solving murder mysteries yeah. on the nile i bet <laughs> after receiving this list madam unknown crossed out every name except one and a yes are you this bobblehead of the Mandalorian, Lily? <laughs> yes. She's turning red. She's the bobblehead of the Mandalorian. <laughs> okay, Wait. so she she didn't say she wasn't Anastasia. Yeah, so she, she basically crossed off every single name <laughs> except for Anastasia. At that moment, Madame Unknown became, became Anastasia and eventually took the name Anna Anderson which was Anna was short for Anastasia in this case. Now, I, I'm sorry, like, no, just no. Several months after Madame Unknown claimed to be Anastasia and adopted the name Anna Anderson, she was released from the asylum. Over the next few years, she bounced around living in the homes of the supporters of Anastasia, like Anastasia supporters. She literally mooched off of these people. She was like, I'm Anastasia. Please give me some food and a house. <laughs> like, Would you write my name in my coat in case I fall in the river again? Yeah, in case I fall, <laughs> fall in the river again. <laughs> Has anyone seen Olga Borstpans? <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Anderson went on to meet many Romanoff relatives and acquaintances. She convinced many people of her identity with both her physical appearance and her knowledge of small details surrounding the Romanoff family life. For example, Anna Anderson first convinced one of the most consistent was oh, Anna Anderson first convinced <laughs> one of her most consistent supporters, Captain Von S, of her identity through a regal nod, a royal gesture of dismissal. So she was a, a bitch. freaking nod was like, he, he was like, oh my God, he's on a, she's Anastasia. She nodded she, at me. Like a little bit of this, you think? A little bit of a little chin up in the air? Yeah, little, like up? a little. Little what's little, up? Yeah. Little what's up? All right. No one else in the entire world knows how to do that except for the Romanoffs. <clears throat> just the Romanoffs. It's a royal nod. Did I just, did I just? I think, are you Anastasia? I, I, I might be Anastasia. I think you might what's be up? Anastasia. Sup? Sup? <laughs> I'm nodding at you with my chin. Oh my gosh, it's just, this is. <laughs> Like, this is really just, like, real evidence right here. Solid. Okay. It is solid out evidence. So, 
it didn't help matters that Vladimir Lenin refused to confirm the execution of the Romanov family. Lenin's government released a news confirming that Tsar Nicholas II had been executed. Still, no one was <laughs> for sure whether or not the Tsarina Alexandra or and, and her children were alive or dead. So basically, no one would confirm the fact that like the entire family was killed. Was assassinated. Yeah. Even though if you look, there's photos in this article, which is which is kind of good. they have a photo of where Tsar Nicholas and his family and attendants were executed. It's that's a lot of gunshots for one dude. <laughs> like, it's a widespread too. Like that's yeah, it was a it was a bloodbath. It was a blood. It was a bloodbath. Like. Many people, including members of the Romanov family, wanted to believe that somehow the imperial family made it out alive. And that's really what this entire article comes down to, is about hope. Okay, Anna Anderson's claims of being Anastasia were strengthened by the people who truly believed she was the Grand Duchess. One of Anna Anderson's supporters was... Gleb Blocky, which the son of the Romanov family physician. And I think we all know who the Romanov family physician is. <gasps> Mr. Big Dick. Mr. Big Dick. Rasputin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who was killed with the Imperial family, which I don't. I, that's that's a whole other it. conversation. That's because, a whole other conversation. Because he was Very- stabbed, shot, poisoned thrown in the river dick cut off like dick cut off this man went through like and not necessarily in that order like that's that's a bit of a a jumble of it all there but i think it started with the poisoning i think it did they were like slowly trying to kill him yeah he just showed up and like at a party in a basement uh, full of people just waiting to kill him anyway Okay. During his, so during his childhood, Gleb spent a uh, considerable time with the Romanov children. German aristocrat Prince Frederick Friedrich uh Sachin Hackenberg. I will never do another your Eastern European. <laughs> what is your wheelhouse? Like are you just this is apparently from, like, like this is not good? Um also believed that Anna Anderson was Anastasia. Although many believe her, the Romanov family did not. <laughs> well, they're dead. Uh, although Anna Anderson had many supporters, the immediate relatives of the Romanov family refused to accept her as Anastasia. Many family members met with Anna Anderson and were convinced that this young woman was not the Grand Duchess Anastasia. You think? Well, it wasn't you written in her jacket. <clears throat> wasn't written in her clothes she had no identification like (laughs) she she looked at a picture and got red yeah right like maybe she (laughs) found like the the czar nicholas ii a little bit attractive and she was flushed you know like (laughs) so how did she die i did a photo does it say how she dies 
Uh, I think so. Was she dragged into a basement and shot by no. usurpers of the throne? No, I think she just okay. died of old age. Okay. Sorry. I know. Not In, really. In like the seventies. Yeah. Um, one family member who was purposely who purposely kept their distance from Anna's. Anna Anderson was Tsarina Alexandra's sister, Princess Irene of Pr Prussia. Oh God, there's more names. Inspector Franz Wittenberg <laughs> convinced Princess Irene to support Anna Anderson at a dinner. When Princess Irene arrived at the Gutenberg's home for a meal, she introduced herself to Anna under a false name to see if Anna would truly recognize her as her aunt. <laughs> a plot is afoot. The two were seated across from each other at dinner and halfway through the meal after holding, hounding Anna with questions. Princess Irene asked Anna if she knew who she was saying, don't you know I am your aunt? <laughs> real, real damning evidence there. Yep. Like, no, it's solid. That's like nail in the coffin. That is solid. That will hold up in a court of law. Yep, I, I, would, <laughs> I would say. So it says, later Princess Irene said, I immediately... I saw immediately that she could not be one of my nieces. Even though I had not seen them for nine years, the fundamental facial characteristics could not have been altered to that degree. Like, yes, princess. Like, <laughs> thank you for being the sane one in this entire story. <clears throat> Anna Anderson also met the, oh gosh, the name. Uh, You're going to get one. It's, but it's Olga. Olga. <laughs> Andersdorfis. Olga Borstbounds. Nicholas, second youngest sister, and Anastasia's aunt, the Grand Duchess, spent nearly. Four, I'm not even going to try and say O L G A. Nearly Olga. Four days with the Anna. The fuck Anderson. is wrong with you? I have no idea. I just can't say it. Olga. Break it down. Oh, very close. You're getting better. We'll work on this later. Nobody we'll needs to, Yeah, we'll work on this later. Oh, For yeah. Anna Anderson in 1925 <laughs> and determined that the woman could not be her niece, Anastasia. There we go. According to the Grand Duchess OLGA. Oh, Just point at me and I'll say it. Okay. okay. Just, that's fine. My, my beloved Anastasia. Engaged. My beloved Anastasia was 15 when I saw her for the last time in the summer of 1916. She would have been 25 in 1925. I thought Miss Anderson looked much older than that. Of course, one had to make allowances for a very long illness and a generally poor condition of her health. All the same, my niece's features could not possibly have altered out all recognition. The nose, the mouth, the eyes, all different. Well, I'm going to guess the conditions that she really needs to think about are like uh, mental uh, care ward in the early 1900s. <clears throat> I love in that very long illness and generally poor conditions like she was okay. abused in a, yeah. in a 
in, a, in an in asylum. A, yeah, in a terrifying situation. Yeah. Ugh, there was probably all sorts of creepos. Oh god, oh god, those places were horrible. <laughs> okay. So perhaps the most significant in the factor, the Dowager Empress Marie. Anastasia Romanoff's grandmother refused to meet Anna Anderson. The Dowager Empress never spoke about her family. Are you okay? I'm fine. Talking to Chester. I know. <laughs> the Dowager Empress <laughs> never spoke about her family's execution publicly. It was widely believed that she trusted the reports that indicated her son and his family had been executed. Nonetheless, Anna Anderson continued to believe that the Dowager Empress would one day change her mind, often, often telling anyone that would listen that my gra my grandma, she will, she will know me. Girl, she already knows you. She don't believe you. That's why, like, she don't want to see you. Even if families, <laughs> even if the family had allied themselves with Anna Anderson, there are other significant signs that pointed to fraud. For example, she failed to remember important events in Anastasia's life. She also didn't really know how to speak English, French, or Russian all of which were languages that Anastasia Romanoff would have been taught and spoke from a very young age. She didn't know Russian. Yeah, but I mean, she probably just snapped her fingers and got stuff because she was a little. Uh... Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy you, Anna Anderson. Ooh, have you heard of uh, foreign accent syndrome? No. I just looked this up because I was trying to find scientific proof that she is indeed Anastasia. Uh, FAS, or Foreign Accent Syndrome, happens when you suddenly start to speak with a different accent. It's most common after a head injury, stroke, or some other type of damage to the brain. Now, Dr. Lucas of science stuff thinks that maybe when she fell into the canal, maybe that was because she hit her head first, and then she fell into the canal, and she yeah. lost languages. She's got LFAS, lost foreign stuff. There you go. I, so, win, I win science. In 1927, Tsarina Alexander's brother, Ernest Louise, Grand Duke of His, Hissing? Meh, whatever, found a private investigator, <clears throat> funded a private investigation to identify. She's not going to give up on this. Anna Anderson, as a Polish factory worker named uh, Franciska Schwash, huge long Franciska Schwashbuckler. Very, very long. Yeah. Uh, regardless. How, how respectful we are of people's names and cultures. I almost said Shanasi Kowalski, but I did not. I was like, nope, because that's how it looks. Regardless of this investigation, <laughs> on phonics. Wait, this is this is this is this is the the kicker. No. Regardless of Don't this kick investigation, me. 
Anna wait. Anderson was able wait, say to that, say that again, say that again. What? The, the, Anna the, Anderson? Something before that. I don't know. Kicker? I don't know. This is the kicker. Regardless of this investigation. Oh, yeah, there. Anna Anderson was able to live on charity of sympathetic monarchs in Germany and That's the United amazing. States. She That's was amazing. in and out. She was in and out of mental hospitals until she married a, a Virginian geologist or genealogist named John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> until the end of her life, she maintained that she was Anastasia Romanoff. That's a Anna, that's a that's a real road oh, roller coaster. Oh yeah. So Anna Anderson died on February twelfth, nineteen eighty four. Soon after this, in the nineties, the bodies of Tsar Nicholas and his family were exhumed, and it was discovered that Anna Anderson had no relation to the Russian imperial family. Her real identity was the Polish worker. Polish lady. That was originally determined in 1927. Dude. Nonetheless, Anna Anderson <laughs> was able to trick the world of her identity for over 60 years. I'm, I'm impressed. And this is what the cartoon animation Anastasia was based off of. I've never seen it. Yep. The 1997 cartoon animation of Anastasia was based off of this story. She's, it's weird. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? Like I'm, she missed people for 60 years that she was someone. And where's Olga Borscht Pants now? Uh, dead. It's crushing. <laughs> I know. Absolutely crushing. I love this story. Isn't Thank that, you if, for story time. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that is, I, I was there any dollar amounts attached to this? Like how much she grifted? No, from... no, there was no dollar amounts. Like, I don't think it was a significant amount, you know? Well, it's enough, she lived off of it her entire yeah, it was life. Enough. Yeah, I mean, but it was like several different monarchs of Germany. and Yeah. So. That's amazing. This website is amazing. <laughs> I, well, okay, and my favorite part about that website is it looks and behaves like it's from the early days of the internet. Yes. Like there's no hashtags. There's no ads everywhere. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to the order of the articles. They are not categorized in any way. It no. is just weird article after weird article after weird article, and you're being assaulted with your own cookies. Yeah. It's. It... <laughs> <laughs> I did get a really good deal on a trail cam, though, from some targeted advertising on that website, I will say. Oh, very nice. Right now, my ad is uh, all about Hawaii. Um, oh. a night manta ray adventure, a Kona haunted Hele ghost tour, <laughs> Captain Cook uh, Bay, a, a big island, a day on the big island, volcanoes, waterfalls, a historical dinner cruise 
Oh, and, and now it's built I, in the 50s originally and um, <laughs> are you, are you, this is how many ads there are on this website i, I like I, it just popped up i was like they've not even made, done reading <laughs> they've made almost as much money as this polish factory worker off yes. of us looking for articles <laughs> I have to start putting it electrical soon. So I'm going to do this, that. This website originally <laughs> started in 2014. Sorry, I got distracted. It is old. It's, 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 an old it's an old one. I wonder what their first article was. I'm going to find out. Yeah, you should. Oh, you can contact them. That might be a great start. Ooh, can we get them to read us stories? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> They have when an are you going to come up so I can exploit you for free labor? Um, oh boy, let me just There's, pull That's up my... really the basis of all of our friendships right now. Uh, let me just pull up my schedule right over here. Oh, well, let's not discuss your schedule. We don't need anybody creeping into your attic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, like housekeeping stuff really quick. Uh, we are on the internet and all that stuff. Yes. I'm not anymore. Like, You're not. I have. I mean, I still have uh, uh, things, but they're all private now. I have. I have gone. I'm gone also dark. private. I don't gone dark. use Facebook, and I am private on Instagram. <gasps> Dusty's here. Hi, Dusty. Dusty. Dusty's my favorite. Ooh, I get to do some tractoring today. Um, yeah. but. Hitchhiker's Guide from the Dollar Tree is getting closer and closer to putting out its first episode. Oh, so, very nice. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to, we're, I'm going to talk to um, Dante. And, uh, and I guess, I don't know if I've actually told anybody about it, but yeah, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Dollar Tree, a spinoff of this show. And I don't know what it's about, but I'm on it. We haven't really discussed it yet. Yeah. Um, and, but uh, you're on it, and uh, we should bring Dante on it. Yeah, we should um, have fun. We should do yeah. that. We should do that very soon. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta pee. Okay. So bad. I um, will text you the dates that I am available to help you. For sure. It's yeah, we are going like on Saturdays or Sundays. If, if Saturday, like I think, I think especially after today, we're gonna start making sure we're like taking a Sunday off or something. Cause okay, Saturday we got up that. at five. We've well, we, we also were making chili for a donation to the snowshoe a oh, yes. in town yes. today. So we just brought a shit ton of chili down. Um, so I've been up since five. Hmm. I rolled out of bed at 8.30. For me to say, we're not recording right now. I'm going to the hardware store. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, what would you like to say to the good people that have joined us so far, Lily? Well, good people, listen to the episode. If you want to follow us on social media, we don't use it. So <laughs> it doesn't matter anyways. You can email uh, us directly. That's that's our fine. Email is probably the best. I'm partial.credit.pod at gmail. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I'm on email you, pretty often. So. Can you just try for me? Oogla. Olga. I'm holding up a piece of paper. Olga. 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 Olga.
It sounds like you're trying to eat golf balls. Olga. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't. My throat's like, what are you trying to do? So, I'm, anyway. so glad. I'm so glad you're my friend. I'm so glad we had that moment of realizing I cannot say that name. <laughs> the easiest name in that whole fucking story, Lily. Right okay. here. O-L-G-A. Say it at home with me. Olga. Everybody, one, two, three. Say it loud enough that Lily can hear you. And from the shame hole, she's going to be in. Yeah. Because she can't say Olga. <sighs> well, right, live, that. laugh, love, Lily. Uh, we'll be back soon I have more days off so yes 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 all right things all right buddy let's do that and peace out bitches